Hello there. Was that obnoxious enough? Do our mics have the fidelity to get that kind of like zooming in effect? No, not at all, actually. All right. Well, now you know that you're listening to the Suck My Fanfic podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Welcome to Suck My Fanfic, the internet's record-holding fanfic for most Drabbles read in a single fanfic podcast. We have the plaque is now hanging above the the fireplace. We have a roaring fire this morning. Yes, it's roaring. And uh, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. I can't believe believe the the fanfare that accompanied this was really... And I can't wait for our eventual decline into, you know... You know, we're just gonna get over 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 the moon with our success, and we're gonna get hung up in the past, mm-hmm. and then we're just gonna you know fall to nothing. We will be using performance enhancing drugs at some point. I'm yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. I mean, we're yeah. gonna try to we're gonna well we're gonna try to shoot for more drabbles in an episode, yeah. Yeah. and we're gonna fall short. Oh, I'm not gonna fall short as we're roided out. Yeah, yeah. We'll, oh, we'll, we'll just get really angry. We'll we'll hit it. We'll get it, yeah. and then like a years later, we'll be sitting in a in court. In like suits that are way too small for yeah. our huge bodies and tiny heads, yep. and we'll be like, hey, you know, I did what I had to. Uh, everybody was doing it at that time. All it was the a crazy travel game. <laughs> that's what it's going to be like. Mm-hmm. So it'll be fun. It's yeah. nice. You, you guys are here for the ride, and that's what's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. So today's fic is based in one of my largest childhood obsessions. Mm-hmm. Going to be honest with you, Yu-Gi-Oh. You ever play Yu-Gi-Oh? Uh, the the trading card, the actual dueling game. Yes. Uh, okay, I, I've told you, I'm, I was terrible at it, but I had the cards, and yeah, yeah cards. I, I did try to yeah. play a couple times with my buddies. I guess, I guess the thing with Yu Gi Oh is that there's the card game, there's the manga, there's the anime, there's the movies. Like, there's a lot. There are, the mo- there are movies. Yeah, I didn't even you know didn't there are movies. see the Yu Gi Oh movie in theaters. Are you kidding me? I didn't. Oh, wait, wait, give me a quick like five second plot and uh, maybe I have. Uh, did you get? Uh, nope. Go you ahead. got cards. Yeah, you got you got exclusive cards if you went. It was the one with uh, it was like the big battle where there was the trap card that was I think it was called the Pyramid of Light. And then you could summon the special sphinxes. I may have seen it like on VHS in my friend's house. I never saw okay. it in theaters. No, so it was in theaters. And if you went to the movie theaters, every ticket gave you a card. Oh yeah, you got um yeah. to see the first Pokemon movie. Yep. You got the Mew- same thing. The Mewtwo card. I remember. Oh, yeah. I remember. I got that. Yeah, and so we went with a big group, and I made everybody give me their cards so I could have them all because <laughs> I was so into Yu Gi Oh. And everyone was like, "Fine, whatever." <laughs> um, but it's like uh, I think there were three Sphinxes. And the Pyramid of Light. And then I think a special, um, what's his name, Karibo? Oh, that little, okay. Yeah. That little fluff, fluffy guy. Yeah. He looked like a, uh, yeah. yeah. I think it was uh, like Techno Karibo or something like that. It's been a while. Okay, this all sounds a little, I, yeah, I haven't seen it. For people who have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! Is, uh, was originally a, a manga, right? A Japanese um, cartoon. Yeah. From Shonen Jump. Shonen Jump. And um, it was also a trading card game wherein the characters in the show would play this trading card game. They would duel with various yeah. monsters and, and cards. And it, it was like, um, yeah, it was like just a big card game. And it was actually interesting to watch because they had these special dual decks where when you would place the card down, this VR or yeah. this hologram of the monster would come out. It was way before its, its time. Thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean that's that's real life right now. Yeah, like we could do that at this moment. Oh, I'm sure. Like all those like you could like League of Legends, they might get to that point where they have like a VR like projection of what's I'm happening. I'm fairly certain there is an actual place where you can duel. I think it's in Japan, where someone's done it. I will, in real life, I will go there. I would go there tomorrow. I will go there. Yeah, and but yeah. So you'd have like these holograms, and 
of course they had in the the show they had like my dark magician's gonna use his dark staff power and that mm-hmm. was never in the card game yeah they had never. they had like yeah. names for the attacks yeah. I remember it was like situational yeah. it was like use your like blow out his candle and yeah. I was like that's not like yeah it's like I've read the card a lot it doesn't say anything <laughs> about that so... yeah and the cards are really cool it was like a, oh, always yeah. like a cool was awesome. monster or you know yeah. warrior or you know whatever yeah and it had various statistics and you would just match them up against other yeah. people so where Pokemon was pocket monster monsters mm-hmm. Yu-Gi-Oh was dual monsters mm-hmm. and it was all about dueling right and we don't talk about the other they should have called it Dugio Dugio it's time to Dugio Dugio it sounds like I'm I doogied oh in my pants so that's but yeah the jokes are low brow but it didn't test well with the with the market so they decided to go with Yu-Gi-Oh yeah but it was fun it was cool uh, I actually remember where I saw Yu-Gi-Oh for the first time. I went over to my neighbor's house, mm-hmm. and they were older boys, and they had Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and I was just enthralled with the concept. Mm-hmm. And I was before I could read, so I didn't know what the card said. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, just the art was what are, cool. What are these glyphs on yeah, this piece this, of paper? Exactly, the art was cool, and like they explained that it was like for a game, and I was like, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. And then I started watching the show, and I was like, oh, this is really good. Mm-hmm. And I actually remember distinctly getting a pack of Yu-Gi-Oh cards, mm-hmm. like the like the seven to ten. Pack. Yeah, they came in those little one. like tin, like foil things. Yeah. And I actually got a piece of Exodia, but I couldn't read it, On your... so I didn't understand what it was. And my older brothers like, "Yeah, you don't want this one. Trade it away." And I traded it to my neighbors. <laughs> That's the closest I've ever gotten to a wow. piece of Exodia. Okay, so the for people who don't again yeah. understand, um, Exodia was like the the end all be all card that could use obliterate. That yeah. was his move, obliterate. and it, obliterate, and it would yeah. destroy the other. It was it was uh, you know kind of like the Deus Ex Machina of the show. Exactly, it saved everybody. But um, it comes in five pieces. Yes, and you have to play all five of them. And in the real life, and it's very rare on the show, and it was very rare in real life. So yeah. it was cool. It was kind of cool. Which actually leads oh, yeah. us to probably my favorite episode of the show was there was this one where, you know, they're battling, they're battling, Yugi's, uh, Yugi is, Yugi's the main character, and he's wrecking this dude, and then this guy plays, uh, he plays, uh, uh, what's the guy's name again? I can't remember his name. Which one? Five, the five parts we just talked about. Exodia. Right? Exodia, I'm sorry. I was thinking of Obelisk. He's another. Oh, okay. Obelisk, the tormentor. So he plays Exodia, and Yugi's like, well, how is that possible? I have Exodia. Like, there's only so many cars. How is this guy? And then yeah. he plays another, he's like three Exodias. Oh, yeah. And it turns out that he was counterfeiting the cards. <laughs> I remember that. And I was like, that's so funny that they like made an episode because people were doing that in real life and getting yeah. like, kicked out of like yeah. competitions. And oh, yeah. He would just like go down to the game shop and be like, yeah, I got all the best cards. And like, these look, these are on printer paper. Mm-hmm. These are these are not yeah. real. And you knew kids like that, too. That was I like, think that was my first Google image search was like piece of Exodia. <laughs> yeah. Trying to copy it yourself. <laughs> copy. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Hey, if I'm, if I'm just playing it for fun, you know. Yeah. To give you all a better rundown of the game, just because we've been kind of going on with it. So you get life points, or mm-hmm. health points. I think it's life points, right? Yep. Yeah, you get life points. I think the standard was, what, 2,000? 2,000. It's 2,000. And you had a deck of 40? Was it 30 or 40? I think it was 40. Sure. I think it varied, but I, th- I remember it being about 30 or 40. Mm-hmm. And you would start the game by drawing five cards. You'd go back and forth. Mm-hmm. You had monster cards, which could attack or defend. Then you had trap cards and magic cards. And the trap cards typically were Not something... to be confused with a trap house. No. Trap cards. Very different. Mm-hmm. The trap cards would 
typically adversely affect your opponent. And the magic cards would typically help you out, give you a boost. Uh, it's way more complicated than that. There's a lot more in there. It's really an intellectual game. No. Yeah. There's a lot of nuance. Yeah, if you play the it. game the right way... Ryan just pushed up his glasses. No lie. Uh, <laughs> that has everything to do with me having a greasy face and not being pretentious. And you know that. Maybe. Yeah, so you would use the monsters to attack each other, attack other monsters. And, like, let's say I had a monster that had an attack point rate of 1400 yeah. ryan had one that was 1600 he attacked me i would lose 200 life points. you would make up the difference yeah and mm-hmm. so you would go until you lose all your life points yeah and i being a little kid i boosted my deck with i think it was seto no i can't remember the name of the card you thinking of beto Be- beto beto o'rourke beto o'rourke yes it's beto a, it's a strong card yes it's a super strong card mm-hmm. no i can't remember what the name of the card was but it would give you a thousand life points Oh, yeah, I do know which one you're talking about. So I would boost my deck with those, and then it was just like, you know, stack up life points. Because when you're you're young like that, when I could read and actually started playing the game, Mm -hmm. you don't know, like, the real strategies. You just know, like, the basic parts. So Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, more life points is better. It's a good thing, It never worked, but I won a couple of duels. It's whatever. I'm going to date myself here. We're probably going to go to a restaurant. Like, no, like, date myself. Mm -hmm. LOL. No, I'm going to show my age... I used to go to Toys R Us on Saturday mornings and play Yu-Gi-Oh. And okay, so they would have like tournaments set up. Yeah, so the Toys R Us near my house had a room in the back for parties. Okay, I thought yeah. that was going a totally different no, direction. No, it wasn't McDonald's. Okay, so they had a room in the back for parties, and they would host dual tournaments every Saturday. And if you won, you got like a special card that they would. You know, they'd, like, open up packs and find something that was, like, worth it. That was cool. Some some teenager getting paid minimum wage would open, like, 500 yeah. packs to yeah. find a card that wasn't garbage. But the worst part is it was supposed to be for, you know, kids 8 to, let's say, 16. Mm-hmm. And you'd always get those, like, 30-year-olds in there, like, yeah. Um, and then they just, like, wreck shop. <laughs> and, like, it was fine, but when you were my age, you're like, Dad, why'd that guy your age just beat me? And my, my dad would be like, oh, I don't know, he's a, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, but it was Wait, fun. okay, so these were, the, you said this was, this was not like a birthday party that you went to. This no, was, no. These are like tournaments. This was a, oh, okay. uh, it was either weekly, bi-weekly, or monthly. Oh, nice. I honestly can't remember. Mm-hmm. But they would have tournaments, and it was fun. Okay. It was a lot of fun. So I did actively try to duel a lot. And I still to this day have all 700 of my cards wow i had that many on hand like are they within like could i find them if you gave me 10 minutes in this apartment i wish oh i wish they're far away okay they are far away when we were in college i had them on hand though Mm -hmm. i was ready i was ready (laughs) no but uh, every now and then like uh one of my friends brad he would come over Mm -hmm. and we'd sit there and he's i'm like is it time to duel? And he's like, it's time to du- 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 duel. And I would pull out the cards and we just make decks right there and just play for Go fun. for it. So it's just, you know, yeah, it's sure. still a fun little thing like that, but yeah. it's obviously not as big of a part of my life as it used to be. As you would like it to be, yeah. yeah. Which is why you picked be. out this subconsciously. Which is fan. why I picked out this fanfic sure. for Yu-Gi-Oh. And we've spent all this time explaining the game. The game has nothing to do with the fan. Oh, man. So, in Yu-Gi-Oh, there's the main character is Yami Yugi, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yami Yugi, the pharaoh guy, right? Yugi Moto. Yugi Moto. I'm sorry. Yugi Moto is the main character. And 
his grandpa, who runs a gaming store, like a trading card, like a trading not, not like a GameStop. Yeah. He's yeah. Not a, he doesn't run a GameStop. No. Like a, it's like a trading card. Yeah, his grandpa gives him this puzzle. He puts the puzzle together. Guess what? Magical puzzle from ancient Egypt. Obviously, super cool. And the magical puzzle, the Millennium Puzzle, the Millennium Puzzle, has the spirit of Pharaoh Atem, mm-hmm. who is also known as Yami Yugi, mm-hmm. in it. And so, when he wears the puzzle, he can channel that spirit and let the spirit take over his body. Mm-hmm. It becomes like an alter ego. Yes, uh, Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde, but uh, Mister Hyde's a good guy yeah. who's really good at and Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Any game, he's very good at gaming. That's true. He can wreck shop in anything. And so in the the anime, Yugi gets invited to this dual island hosted by this guy named Seto Kaiba, who dueled him before and lost because of Exodia. So Seto Kaiba, who had all of the blue eyes, white dragons, which... Another famous card that yeah, people just tend to know about. I think that's everybody's favorite card, but it wasn't mine. Oh, yeah. I oh, love Dark be. Magician. Dark Magician's another solid one. Yeah. Another protagonist of the yeah. show. Yeah. Blue Eyes White Dragons are evil. But Blue Eyes Ultimate Dragon? Coolest thing in the oh, world. Oh, the three-headed the one? The three-headed, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty sick. Yugi was aided by his friends, Joey... Joey Wheeler! Yeah. Inexplicably, <clears throat> this, like, New York, down-on-his-luck, Vigo Mortensen, Green Book-looking yeah. guy. Joey is, Wheeler! Yeah, is hanging out with all these anime characters. Yeah. And then uh, Tristan. Tristan. Always wearing a trench coat. Yeah. With very pointy hair. Yes. Taya, which was, like, his girlfriend, basically. Mm-hmm. And then she was, at first, an antagonist, and then became a protagonist, Mai... Oh, okay. Joey's girlfriend. Yes, I yeah. do remember. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, you know what? The competition was not hosted by. It Seto. was hosted by Maximilian Pegasus, the creator of Duel Monsters, the card game. But then you find out mm-hmm. that in ancient Egypt they had the same thing. So Maximilian stole it, and he also stole another Millennium item, the Millennium Eye. Yeah, these items were all. There's like several Magical. artifacts that yeah. help you in the game and also can like control people's minds and yeah, stuff. I think there's one that in like the game and in real life. Yeah. I think there's something it's, there's one that like, it literally lets you like control someone's heart. Yeah. And they're based off ancient Egypt. Like there's a, there's yeah. a scales and it judges the, the weight of someone's soul, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Did you know how they were, how they were imbued with the magical power? Mm-mm. They sacrificed 99 people. Oh, okay. Over yeah. These items. Yeah. Yeah. So it was. I thought it was cool to see how you know. I guess Japan interprets ancient Egypt. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it was an interesting, interesting game. I love that there's a character named Joey Wheeler. Joey just Wheeler wedged in there. So yeah. me as an American being like, I identify with Joey. Yeah, yeah. He's like he's the American. And there was also Bandit Keith, who uh, had the American bandana. Oh yeah, he looked, like, he looked like Rex Quando from Napoleon Dynamite. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And he was an antagonist as well. And he, I'm pretty sure he had the American bandana. He was just like the American character who was an asshole. <laughs> Which, fair, fair, yeah, fair. Yeah. You kind of, you got the At least he was right jacked. Band. At least he was like, oh, built. he was, he was yeah. yoked, looked like a biker, and yeah. like, in, on the He was island, like Hulk Hogan, kind of. Basically, yeah. <laughs> uh, and the island was like the first season. Mm-hmm. And then Where they're, they're holding this tournament. Yeah, the yep. tournament. And then obviously they have like a dual city that's hosted by Kaiba. Yes. Dual City definitely is. Where yeah. they have the dual discs. Still have my dual disc. Oh, yeah. The, uh, my friend had a dual disc. I was so jealous. So cool. Uh, but with the island, they had the stars. And you all started I out have... with three stars? 
And I every, think so. Every, every time, time you, you won, you would take a star from the person you beat. But you could also wage. I wager yeah. two stars. Yeah, two stars. You could like put. The, yeah. You could like ante up and put a bunch exactly. of stars on a battle. And so Bandit Keith was just like taking his friend's stars, and he always just oh, had like man, what too a bully. Many. You know what a bully. American bully. Yeah. That some people don't know that was actually an allegory for early '90s feelings about America because of World sure. War II. Yeah, yeah, of course, totally made up, but whatever. <laughs> So those it, it could have been. Could have been. 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 I like to think it was. Yeah. Hopefully, this fan yeah. fiction deals with those kind of you know geopolitical. Not in the close. Not in the slightest. All right. And the only other character we haven't mentioned that will be in the fanfic besides Grandpa. Grandpa. The only other character that will be in the fanfic that has not been discussed is Bakura. Which one's Bakura again? Bakura's the he had like white hair. Yeah. 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 Okay. The evil right. friend. Yes. Bakura. He had the necklace. Yes. He had uh, the Millennium. It looked like a dream catcher. Yeah, it was a dream catcher around around your neck, and it um, it like pointed you to wherever you wanted to go. Right, it was like a compass. Yeah, and he also could send people to the shadow realm with that. I don't I don't know if you remember from season one, he <laughs> just banned them to the fan. They turned to that triangle and go off into the phantom zone. Yeah, twisting basically. into space. You know, <laughs> uh, well, I think his name was Man Eater Bug. That one card that was really like creepy. Oh yeah, he summoned one in real life and had it actually eat a guy, and his soul went to the shadow realm. And the shadow realm is where like shadow duels take place. It's really complicated, but it was super cool. So you got Bakura, a Christian allegory, a Christianity allegory for I that guess. one, huh? Yes, Bakuro was Yugi's friend, but he also his item was possessed by an evil person. Yeah, and so he would help the team out and do things with the team, but the Millennium Ring. It's a Millennium Ring. I just looked at Oh, wait. No, it's not. Millennium Necklace? Necklace. Yeah, it's just a necklace. Okay, yeah, Millennium yeah, Necklace. Yeah. That's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. It's just Yugi wore his as a necklace. No, it's a Millennium Ring. Is it? Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Definitely. He looks like a... Like a like my, my history teacher in high school was like... Oh, like a hippie from the seventies. Yeah. She'd wear like those kind of... She looked... I always thought she had a piece of the Millennium yeah. uh, artifact. Isis wore the Millennium Necklace. Whoa, <laughs> that's a, that's a heavy that's heavy for a kid's cartoon. Okay, I think we've explained it enough. I think we've Do, I, any more background with Yu Gi Oh you want to discuss? No, oh, I'm ready to I'm ready to get into it. All right, let's so, do it, Yug. Let's come on, Yug. Do you want to know what the name of it is? Yeah, let's hear it. Game night. Oh, like the movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sweet. Okay, I love it. Let's do it. Yugi had started the weekend with the idea that it would be relaxing. He slept in, did his homework, and played checkers against his other self. He wanted to make sure he had lots of energy to go out with his friends to Kaibaland after school on Monday, his birthday. He'd found an envelope with tickets in his shoe locker on Thursday. Accompanying them was an unsigned card that simply read, Duel Me, Kaiba. <laughs> unsigned? It's signed Kaiba. Uh, I think there's a typo. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> An unsigned card that simply read, Duel Me, and the parenthesis was in the wrong place. And then it says, Kaiba was such a thoughtful friend. Oh, okay. After Sunday lunch, Yugi went to help his mother with dishes, and she shooed him away. I need you to pick up a special order from the bakery, she said with a wink. She meant his birthday cake. She'd order it from a bakery on the other side of town instead of the usual one, so it took almost an hour to collect. The Kame game shop had a back entrance into the apartment above, but Yugi almost never used it and entered directly through the shop. He made sure the door was set to lock automatically and let it swing shut behind him. The lights flickered on, and suddenly several voices yelled, Surprise! Oh, that's nice. Very nice. So I mentioned Yugi's mom. Do you remember her from anything? No. No. 
do you know where Yugi's dad was? Uh, he was um, obviously on a cruise. I obviously, I always assumed that his parents were just like dead because his grandpa was raising him, and mm-hmm. his grandpa looks identical to him, by the way. Yeah, with just gray hair and just he's fatter. Gray, exactly. Yeah. Yugi's mom was apparently always in the picture. Yugi's dad is on a business trip. Business. That's trip. how they describe it. Yugi's dad is on a business trip. Something tells me Yugi's dad's not really on it. No, That's he, something his mom told Yugi's him. Yugi's dad went out to get cigarettes, <laughs> and he still hasn't found the right pack yet. Exactly. Yeah. He's going to pick me up a pack of cards, too. Right, yeah, dad? Right, dad? Right, dad? Right, mom? But apparently grandpa is Yugi's grandpa from the dad's side. Okay. Uh, so he's sticking around because he feels obligated because his dad bailed on him. The show's getting deep. That's sad, yeah. Yeah. Yugi dropped his cake and reached reflexively for his dual deck, shoving his other self to the forefront of his consciousness. Right off the bat, I just want to say that's super accurate. Whenever anything happens, Yugi grabs for the dual deck. Oh, yeah. like he, he doesn't grab for like a knife or like ball his fist. He grabs his dual deck. Well, that's how they, I like. I like that. That's how they settle their disputes yeah. in this universe. Yeah, in this universe, it's all about games, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. Um, said it's Yugi. all about how much money you have to build the better deck. So Basically, it's really yeah, whoever Kaiba. has the most money. Yeah, yeah. That's how it should be in this world. Yeah. Said Yami Yugi as Taya, Joey, Tristan, and Yugi's grandfather and mother poked their heads out from various hiding places. They were all wearing party hats. Oh, goodness, Yugi's mother cried and swooped down on the dropped cake box. I guess we should have seen that one coming, Joey said sheepishly. (laughs) That that is a sheepish Joey. That's how animated he was. Basically, yeah. yeah. Yugi took back over his body, looking equally embarrassed. In the back of his mind, his other self was laughing at him. The cake, while lopsided, was not totally ruined, and after transferring it to a plate, Yugi's family left them alone in the back storeroom, which they had rearranged to accommodate a fold-out table. Someone had also brought down all of the Muto family board games. I want other me to play, too, Yugi said. Okay, said Taya, but doesn't that limit what games we can play? You'd be able to see each other's cards and stuff, right? They settled on Monopoly. Two hours into it, Yami Yugi announced... I don't like this game. No one but Yugi could hear him. Oh, that's not part of the quote anymore. No one but Yugi could hear him because he was a bodiless spirit. Yugi lifted his head from his hands. He had been praying to every god he could think of for deliverance while Joey and Tristan argued over trading water for electric. There's no point trading a utility for another utility, he said, drained. Also, other me hates this game. I didn't say hate, Yami Yugi replied. Yamiyugi hated no game. Mm-hmm. Tell Taya I'll give her Tennessee for B&O. <laughs> Yugi ignored him. His other self owned the other three railroads, and Taya was very firmly holding on to the final one. She was very firmly oh, holding on so to annoying. several properties, in fact, just to prevent anyone from forming a monopoly on any one color. She's the worst. She, Taya's the reason why monopoly takes forever. That's... But a very Taya thing to do, in my opinion. Where oh, she's like, let's keep it civil. Defensive. Let's just, yeah. yeah, okay. Sitting with her arms crossed and glowering at everyone, she was unmovable. Yamiyugi was never getting Taya to trade. So far, what do you think? Very accurate depiction I, yeah, of Monopoly. Yeah, Monopoly and Yu-Gi-Oh! It's, it's mm-hmm, perfect. Mm-hmm. It, and I'm doing the, the Yamiyugi voice because that's how he talks. That like, is how, yeah. Yugi was always the sheepish, like, uh, um, Because he's, like, he's like yeah, eight, right? He's supposed, yeah, yeah. I don't know, he's supposed to be young. And then you have the body of this full-grown-ass pharaoh mm-hmm. taking over your body. Exactly. And he's like, I will not do that, Taya. Like, yeah. that's just how not today, Pegasus. Yeah. yeah, something like that. I'm not gonna let that happen, Kaiba. Seto Kaiba. <laughs> like, he'd always like draw out the last syllable yeah. of Kaiba when he was angry. Sure. 
Joey and Tristan's argument continued, heedless of Yugi's advice. There were no more properties left to buy, so all they had left was trades. Oh, man. They'd spent the last hour in a futile race around the board. No one could build houses. Uh, no one had even gone to jail yet. The highlight of this bizarre passage of non-time was when Yami Yugi had landed on free parking. At one point, Tristan had suggested they play a different game, and both Taya and Yami Yugi had yelled at him about giving up. They were stuck. Stuck forever, maybe. Joey only had $200 and had mortgaged several properties. Soon, he would be free. Yugi felt a pang of jealousy. Eventually, the two decided not to trade, and Yugi's turn came. He rolled doubles. He was forced to participate in this hellish game twice in a row. Mm-hmm. Nice. Taya, he said, I will trade you Marvin Gardens for B&O. Taya eyed him suspiciously. Yugi could feel a pang of alarm from his other self. Taya had both the other yellow properties, so by gaining Marvin Gardens, she'd have a huge advantage. <laughs> Deal, she said. Ayabu, what are you doing? Yami Yugi exclaimed, even as Yugi handed over the card. So I looked it up. I don't remember this, but apparently he'd call him Aibu. In the Ayabu, show. Ayabu, A-I-B-O-U. And that's Japanese for, like, partner. And so a lot of people now interpret that as... Yami Yugi, the pharaoh, mm-hmm. and Yugi Moto, the, the little boy, bang. Oh, yeah. Well. We, we weren't going to get away from that. I could have seen that. This is fanfic. Yeah, yeah we weren't going to get yeah. away from it. That happens. Is that, is, that where, is that where this is going? Is this Monopoly game? Is the board about to be pushed aside? I searched for two hours last night yeah. for a Yu-Gi-Oh fanfic that didn't have any sex in it. <laughs> I, I will, let, I will you know, wait until the end to see if you're successful. So let's keep going. Please do. <laughs> do you, uh, real quick, do you want to know what the, the main pairing is for Yu-Gi-Oh? For Yu-Gi-Oh fanfics, from what I can tell. Um, uh, Dark Magician and Yugi. Seto Kaiba and... Blue Eyes White Dragon? No. And it's not Joey Wheeler. That would be second. Mm. Seto and Joey was definitely second. Pegasus. Seto Kaiba and Reader. Seto Kaiba fucks. <laughs> Seto Kaiba fucks dude wait so like a first person yeah oh he slides his hand down your pants <laughs> <laughs> well they have that there's a very interesting um choose we talk, your own fuck adventure we talked about that phenomenon where people actually fall in love with fictional characters cartoon characters yeah kaiba's like number one because he's this good looking like suave he's the bruce wayne of this universe you yeah. know rich dude rich yeah you know anti-hero he's a bad boy he's an anti-hero he has his own motives. You think he's evil, and you find out he's like playing for his brother, and you're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, he doesn't suck that much." Yeah, God, I, I, I love that guy. He's kind of selfish, he's, but he's got a good jawline too. Yeah, he's Damn. got a great jawline. Mm. Bowl cut. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love okay. the way his coat flaps in the wind. All right, guys, give us a second. We need to go look up the Seto Kaiba reader reader uh, fix. Eventually, the two decided not to trade, and Yugi's turn came. Oh no! Already went there. Oh, Aibu. Aibu, what are you doing? Yumi, Yami Yugi, Yugi exclaimed, even as Yugi handed over the card. Statistically, the yellow and the green spaces are the most landed on. I am offering to trade other me B&O Railroad for Baltic Avenue. There was a very long silence. What did he say? Tristan asked eventually. Nothing, Yugi, Yugi said through gritted teeth. I think he's trying to figure out how this could benefit me. Aibu, Yami Yugi said slowly. What are you playing at? Taya will still have an advantage over me, but both she and I will have advantages over you. Are you sacrificing yourself? He wants to know if I'm sacrificing myself, Yugi said. 
<laughs> he can't see any long-term strategy in giving other people monopolies when I have one. But I'm thinking bigger than that. Yugi stood. I'm trying to end this game. (laughs) I'm trying to leave. His hair was askew from rubbing his temples for an hour straight. He was no longer sure if he'd ever see the sun again. Once I have Baltic Avenue, I will trade it to Tristan for Indiana Avenue. (laughs) Why are you laughing? This is just good. I love this. This is so much like Yu-Gi-Oh. I don't know if you remember the callback when we were talking about the Uno anime. Uh Yeah. It's it's the same exact thing where it's just... Someone states something obvious, and then everyone has to state it. He played... It's like if you're yeah. playing war with a dive card. Yeah. He played the five of diamonds, yeah. which is higher than the three of spades, <laughs> meaning I take your card. Meaning he wins that round of war. <laughs> yeah, and then you have a Impossible! Oh! Yeah. <laughs> so, I just love how he's like, I'm going to trade Baltic. He traded Baltic. That means he will get a monopoly, and that will give him an advantage in the game. Exactly. I love this. It was all because the show was teaching you how to play the game, yeah. so you would go and buy the cards and play exactly the game. and play the game. Yeah, yeah, very so, effective. And it was for people like me who could barely read, and they're like, "Well, I want to know how to play this game." And it's like he plays the Dark Magician. It's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, what does that do? Tell me more. Tell me more, Tristan." The Dark Magician available now. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Anywhere where Yugi packs are sold, there were gasps. Tristan was the owner of Baltic's matching light blue property, Mediterranean. That's right, Yugi continued. And then I will trade Indiana and Kentucky Avenue to Joey for Park Place. Yugi had Boardwalk, the other dark blue property. Together, they made the most expensive properties in the game. You'd do all that just for the infamous Park Place Boardwalk Monopoly? Yami Yugi asked, scandalized. But, but Yugi, Taya said cautiously, no one ever lands on those spaces. Ah, but see, by doing that, I give Joey a monopoly in the red spaces. Then that entire side of the board will be monopolies. And guess where my thimble is headed my next roll? Yugi's trying to get out. He's just trying to leave the he's game. He's trying to leave the oh, game. Oh, so yeah, he's, he's, I've done this before. Yeah. <laughs> Usually I'll just walk off in a huff. Like, I don't actually try to, like, force myself to lose, but... This is a genius way to do oh, it. Oh, absolutely. When you don't have the... <laughs> have you played the Monopoly with the, the computer? Like there's there's a it's a it's called like the electronic banker and uh-huh. you have these plastic cards. Oh like oh cards. yeah yeah yeah. That game goes by quick. Oh yeah yeah. It tells you what to do. You can you can get that game done in like forty five minutes. Oh, dude, that we should I should get that. Yeah. There was a shocked silence as everyone stared at the board. Yugi was about to steer his thimble right into enemy territory. <laughs> you're you're trying to lose. Taya gasped. <laughs> I boo. Yami Yugi said tenderly. I had. No idea this game was hurting you so much. Before Yugi could properly break down into sobs, there was a knock at the storage room door. Joey jumped. Oh, said Taya, standing up. Otagi said he would be late. It was not Otagi. Your grandpa let me in, Ryu Bakura said apologetically. He was holding a gift bag in his hand. Tissue paper and the top of a card poked out. So Bakura is the friend with the white hair with the other millennium item. Mm -hmm. The frenemy. The frenemy. All four Monopoly players exchanged simultaneous oh fuck looks. They had completely forgotten about him. Hi, Bakura, Taya greeted cheerfully. Too cheerfully. I came over to drop off your birthday present early so I don't embarrass you at school, Bakura said by way of explanation. Um, are you all playing Monopoly? Actually, we were just, uh, finishing up, Joey said, standing and stretching and trying to block the happy birthday bl- banner they'd hung from a stack of games. That's totally straight out of, like, that's, that's a... 
one hundred percent Joey move. Yeah, like, he just has to, you need to look up on YouTube where he gets that weird like chin. Yeah, like sometimes their faces yep. morph. Yeah, he just needs to be doing that. He's doing that, and he's like stretching in front of the banner. That's that's one hundred percent from mm-hmm. the anime, yep. from the show. Let me block this banner with my arm. Yeah, yeah. We uh we can play another game if you uh want. Bakura stared at him. And or you really, could uh, you know forget about forget it. Forget about it. Bakura stared at him and the really obvious birthday decorations behind him, then at the cake that said happy birthday, Yugi, and slightly smeared icing, then at the handful of wrapped presents under the table. Are you having a party without me? Bakura asked in a very small voice. Tell him you had no part in the planning of it, Yami Yugi suggested. <laughs> Yami Yugi's trying to shift the blame. Yeah. It was a surprise. It yeah. was a surprise. These douchebags yeah. did it, not you. And for. Uh, that's a pretty Yami Yugi thing snake. to do, yeah. too. And for half a second, Yugi seriously considered throwing his friends under the bus. They had, <laughs> after all, just spent the last two hours torturing him. Party? What party? Joey said too loudly. The decorations are for Yugi's mom's cat. Same birthday. What a coincidence. <laughs> oh, give it a rest, Taya hissed at him. She turned back to Bakura with an apologetic look on her face. Sorry we planned the party using a group text, and I guess we didn't realize you weren't included because we just copied the contacts from our Battle City group text. Minus Yugi. You had a Battle City group text? <laughs> Bakura asked. You're not making it better. We, we just used the group text. What group text? Uh, it was from the group meet. What group me? You what we just got the names on Facebook. Wait, you guys are on Facebook? <laughs> what? That's pretty much it. Bakura's just so forgotten. <laughs> and Bakura not being uh, possessed by a demon is a pretty cool guy. He's just a nice yeah, guy. He's a nice guy. Good kid. Teo winced. We made it during finals when you were unconscious, Yugi explained, also wincing. We're all really sorry, Bakura frowned. I don't know, he said. Taya turned and grabbed the knife for the cake. It was unclear whether she was going to offer Bakura a slice of cake as a peace offering or attempt to escape to the awkward situation by murdering them all. <laughs> add, even though I had... Oh, add, even though I had nothing to do with it, Yamiyugi advised. No, wait, something's wrong. Before Taya could do whatever she was going to do with the knife, Yugi surrendered control over his body to his other self, mm. who pointed dramatically at Bakura. Our friend Bakura immediately accepts all our apologies for shitty behavior, Yamiyugi announced. <laughs> you are not him. Whether or not Taya had intended to use the knife on the cake, she brandished it at Yami Bakura's direction, eyes wide. Yami Bakura only sneered back at her, his posture turning fiercer and his hair spiking unnaturally. Yamiyugi, not Yami Bakura, right? Evil Bakura. Ooh. He's here. Okay, he's here. He's here. We've got our. We've got our. So uh, the same way that Yugi can switch, Bakura does too. But Yugi gives himself freely. Bakura typically doesn't. Hmm. So Bakura, to my knowledge, from what I remember, Bakura will like just boom. Now he's the other Bakura, right? And you don't know because the other Bakura will act like regular Bakura mm-hmm. until the time he sees fit. Oh, which is cool. Apparently when Yami Yugi comes out. When you don't get invited to your friend's birthday party. And you're not on the group text. Yami Bakura only sneered back at her, his posture turning fiercer and his hair spiking unnaturally. So you figured it all out, he drawled. How did you know we were all he- Oh, how did you know we were all here? Yami Yugi demanded. Yami Bakura snorted. Your grandfather called about an hour ago to see if Landlord was all right. Uh, ironic that he's the one who noticed he was missing. But I guess he was the one who sat by my poor landlord's bedside while you were off making group texts. 
Tristan, Joey, and Taya all cringed in unison, but Yami Yugi would not be cowed. Why are you here, then? Yami Yugi asked. Ah, you know, my landlord, Bakura said, shaking his head. He was nice to see, uh, he was nice to your grandfather on the phone, but on the inside he was distraught. So distraught, he didn't even want control of his body anymore. Yami Yugi scowled. Yami Bakura wagged a finger at him. I offered him, I offered to do him a favor by coming over here and delivering his present. With the flourish, the ancient thief dropped the bag on the table. They all stared at it as if it might explode. Why don't you open it? So when he's saying his landlord, I don't think he's talking about his actual landlord. He's talking about Bakura, regular Bakura. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was quite confused. No, so he's saying, like, Grandpa didn't know who was invited to the party. Yeah. So he called. called regular Bakura to say, hey, he's coming. coming down. Yeah. yeah, why aren't you here yet, homie? And regular Bakura was distraught. Yeah. So upset that he gave his body to mean Bakura. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so this I mean, is all the grandpa's fault. This is grandpa's fault. Dang it. I feel like the whole thing's grandpa's fault. Grandpa, we didn't want that. Yeah, hey, Gramps! We didn't want that Gramps. nerd! We didn't want him here! Yeah, we didn't want him here, Gramps! Why didn't you invite my? She was... Where's Yugi's dad? <laughs> Yugi, how come I've never met your dad? <laughs> When's he coming back from that business trip, huh? What does he do anyway? Does he have a business? <laughs> At all? Was that all a fabrication? That's uh, okay. Honestly, asking if he's on a business trip, does he have a business? Is such a Joey thing to ask because he just like always plays the fool. So that's that's pretty good. Spot on. Yami Bakura sounded like he was about to burst into maniacal laughter at any second. Unintimidated, Yami Yugi carefully removed the card. The envelope was sealed with a flower sticker, which the pharaoh peeled away. The card inside was obviously for a child, featuring cartoon dark magician and dark magician girl. The note on the inside was in Bakura's handwriting. Dear Yugi, I hope you're having a good birthday. I heard you're going to duel Kaibo again. I'm sure you'll win like always. Thanks for being such a good friend to me, Bakura. Bakura's like butters. Well, Yugi said. Fuck. Indeed, Yami Yugi replied. Yami Bakura was grinning at him with uncontained evil glee. Taya was still waving the knife at him, looking less and less certain by the minute. Feeling guilty yet? Yami Bakura purred. Yami Yugi scowled at him. How's this for a wager? I suspect my sweet and thoughtful landlord has bought you a game. Why don't we play it? Oh, that was a Yami Bakura line. Sorry, I read it as Yami Yugi. Yami Yugi narrowed his eyes at him. Ooh, okay, so he, the, the present is a game yeah. that they're going to play. This is a Yami Yugi line, so I can read it out. And why would I agree to that? Bakura smirked and licked his lips. Pending feedback, you might have to read everything like that from now on. I hope so. People like it, yeah. Because if you win, I'll let you beg landlord for forgiveness. Yami Yugi cocked his head to the side. And if you win, I send you to the shadows. Whoa. I take your puzzle and the rod and the necklace you got from the Ishtars. I send the world into darkness. Blah, blah, blah. Same as always. <laughs> well, that's a... Uh... He's willing to go that length to yeah. to for, to ask for Bakura for, for whatever. Are you drunk? <laughs> ask Bakura for forgiveness. There we go. B's and F's and all that stuff. Deal. Yami Yugi agreed. You agreed awfully fast, Tateo observed. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna destroy the world. Done. Deal. Let's play. I got the game set up. Yeah. Let's play this. You just wanted to play him, Yugi griped. You don't even know what the game is. What if it's Twister? The bag is... <laughs> oh, no. Is it Twister? No, no. The bag is too small, Yami Yugi replied, sticking his hand into the gift bag. 
It's probably cards. Odds are it's some dual monster booster packs and the spirits just screwed himself over. Yami Yugi withdrew Yugi's present from the bag. He was right. It was a card game. But it wasn't dual monsters. Ah, uh, yes, Yami Bakara said. From the ancient kingdom of Castile. Mm. It was Uno. <laughs> nice. Here we go. This is it, my friend. Here we go. Are you kidding me? Joey asked. The spirit of the ring settled itself into a chair, smirking devilishly. I'll let you shuffle. There were too many Uno cards to shuffle normally. Awkwardly, Yamayugi divided them into three piles and shuffled each of them separately before shuffling them all together. All the while, Yami Bakura simply stared at him with a shit-eating grin. At some point, Taya sighed and cut them all cake. Finally, Yamayugi had finished shuffling and dealt them both seven cards. Yami Bakura sat up in his chair, grabbing his cards. As usual, this will be a shadow game, he proclaimed. As usual, of course. The first one to zero cards wins. Mm -hmm. So far, what do you think? I'm, I'm like, I'm on the edge of my seat. Uno brings out another side of me that is on, it's like a beast that lives inside me. So, for the the listeners that don't know, Ryan, do I like board games? Yeah, oh yeah. I love board you games. You love them. I love board Settlers games. Settlers of Catan. I have every single Settlers of Catan, mm -hmm. besides the Road to America and the Incan one, but mm -hmm. I have all the, the regular game and all the expansions, whatever. Love Settlers. Mm -hmm. I, I think I have over 30 or 40 board games. Yeah, you have tons of them. I nearly refuse to play Uno. I hate that game. Why? It, it's the ugliest game. Oh, I know. It, it brings out the worst. People think Monopoly brings there's the no, worst. There's like very, there is like a, a tiny bit of skill, but it's just all luck no. and anger. And I think the dumbest it's rule is that if you don't call out Uno, you got, you draw another card. I hope that plays into this because I, I always tag people on that. I just think that's the dumbest thing. I will reach across the table and slap the cards out of your hand if you don't say Uno. Normally with games, I'm like, no, I don't want to change any rules. Like that's the, how the game is supposed to be played. With Uno, I would take that out. It's so stupid. It doesn't have anything to do with the game. Like... You got to be paying attention. It's all about no, because being you in just have moment. someone who has like eighty cards in their hand. Hi, hi, oh no! Yeah, and like they see that you're down to one, and they're just looking at you like a hawk, and they're like, and then the moment you like go to put it down, like oh, oh, oh no, oh no, you didn't call it, and he's like, I didn't even put it down yet. Yeah, yeah. I just I hate it. I hate it so much. Like then you have to cheat you have to put your your cards under the table or like hide them so no one knows how many you mm -hmm. have. It's stupid. Mm -hmm. I whatever. So Uno's evil. Are you kidding me? Oh, and we already did the shuffle part. First one to zero cards wins. Purple and black shadows unfurled from the deck, mm -hmm. wrapping themselves around the Uno players and their spectators. Taya rolled her eyes as Joey and Tristan stuffed their mouths with cake. Tristan hasn't said anything yet. Yeah. I'll start, Yami Bakura said, flipping over the top card. It was a yellow one. Of course. Yellow. The color of your cowardice. Seriously? Yugi asked. I think I'll play a reverse. This card reverses the order of the players. But, Yami Bakura pretended to look around, since there are no other players, I guess I'll just go again. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, it does. It reverses the order. Wouldn't it just turn back? It would. Do, it goes clockwise to counterclockwise. I've played with people where it just got down to two, and that's what it ended up being. Like, if I'm playing and I'm next to you, and then I... Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I get back. what you're saying. If there's only two people... It should just still be his turn. Yeah, because it's like if you're going clockwise and you mm -hmm. reverse, go and counter, there's just two people. It's exactly. binary. But I have played with people before. If you play the card, you get to go again? Yeah. All right. I, I mean, I don't think it's a good idea. Again, but... the beast inside me. If we were playing Uno, the table would be flipped over. And the cards <laughs> would be strewn across the room, and uh, we would come to blows. We're not playing, so it's okay. 
I still feel a little angry. Smirking, he played a yellow seven. Fortunately, Yami Yugi was able to smirk right back at him. It looks like the lucky number seven shines its light on me, he said, raising his next card. For with its fortune, I changed the color to green. He dropped a green seven on the stack of cards. Yami Bakura glowered. You may have gotten lucky this time, he sneered, playing a simple green five. But I still have fewer cards. Ignoring his jab, Yami Yugi concentrated on his cards. I only have one more green card, he thought. I'll have to hope Bakura does something to change the color after I play this. Seriously? Yugi repeated. As it turned out, Bakura didn't have any more green cards either, and with a snarl, he drew a card. Slowly, an evil smile spread across his face, which he lifted to look Yami Yugi straight in the eyes. Wordlessly, he dropped a wild card onto the pile. Yellow, he purred. <sighs> Yami Yugi tisked. He must have known I had no yellow cards when I changed the color before. <laughs> Yugi mentally rolled his eyes. I liked your internal monologues better when I blacked out for them. Yamiyugi drew three cards before he got to play. Oh, brutal. Skip, he announced, Ooh. and Yami Bakura swore under his breath. You may have prolonged your suffering, but when it's your turn again, you'll still have to play a yellow card. Oh my god, Taya said through a mouthful of cake, because Yamiyugi had skipped Yami Bakura's turn. It was his turn again. If I draw many more cards, Yami Yugi thought, I'll have too many in my hand, and it will increase Yami Bakura's chances at winning. I have to believe in myself, and in this precious gift my friend has given me. Do you even like Bakura? Yugi asked. Yami Yugi ignored him. He'd drawn a yellow three. Triumphantly, Clutch. he played it. Clutch. So now seven cards to four cards, right? Is that Ryan, Ryan's doing the math on his hands as I'm, as I'm going through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just so you guys know, this is very accurate, again, where it's like, I played a skip card. That means I skip your turn. And then the people not playing the game ah, is like, ooh, yeah, the people, <laughs> yeah. the people not playing the, the game are like, a skip card means he can't play next turn. Like, <laughs> exactly. So, uh, pretty accurate here. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Minutes pass like this. Each player drawing and playing cards. Oh, I can't keep track Reds, of blues, yellows, even a few green cards were played. All different numbers. Yami Yugi finally drew a If you a play wild... green cards, I don't care for you. Why? No one plays green cards. Reds and blues. Maybe a yellow. Green? Come on. Come on. Okay. Yami Yugi finally drew a wild card and was able to play almost all his red cards. Bakura retaliated with two skip cards in a row. Whoa! With that clever move, he was able to turn the color from red to blue. And Yami Yugi was back at square one with his many red cards. Dude. Joey cut himself a second slice of cake. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the middle of the game. Like this intense. Battle. Are you are you guys uh you guys interested in a second slice? You're in the shadow realm. Joey's like, fuck it. We might go into like shadow oblivion Shadow overtime. Here. I'm gonna yep. just consume this cake. I bet I bet Joey eats his cake like he eats his pizza, he folds it. That's disgusting. Hey Yugs! You want some of this cake? <laughs> Finally, Yami Yugi was able to play his red eight. He was now down to two cards, and then sudden tragedy struck. Uno! Yami Bakura bellowed in his face. The shadows shook. The room went cold. Everyone could feel the light being sucked out of them. You fool, Yami Bakura cackled. You played your last red card. Now you will have to draw more cards, and you don't even know what color my final card is. Next move, all I have to do is play one measly card, and you are finished. Now this starts like the maniacal cackling. Yeah. Taya dropped her fork. 
sure that this entire game was ridiculous and only marginally better than Monopoly, (laughs) but the stakes were high. She didn't want to live in a world of darkness. Then how would she get to New York? Yami Yugi caught her eye. He smiled. That's where you're wrong, Bokura, Yami Yugi said. Ah, here we go. It's true I have no more red cards, but what I have is faith in my friends and my trump card. I want to just point out every single time something bad happens in Yu-Gi-Oh!, he goes heart of the cards and friendship. Mm-hmm. It's always because that's always the that's, that's always going to save the day. friendship and heart of the cards. So it's always I have my friends behind me, and they somehow win. So, so he says, but I have faith in my friends and my trump card. Bakura sneered, confidence dropping. A trump card, even if it's a wild card, you don't know what color my card. You forget. Yamayugi was smirking insufferably now. There is another type of wild card. Oh, yes, there Bakura is. gasped. No, it can't be, Tristan cried the first time he talks his entire fic. The legendary Wild Draw 4. Boom! Yami Bakura was nearly knocked out of his chair from oh, shock. Man. Taya burst into tears of happiness. <laughs> Joey and Tristan hugged each other. He just saved the universe. Yugi cheered from the back of his mind. Uno. Yami Yugi declared as he dropped the Uno equivalent of a god card onto the pile, <laughs> panting. <laughs> Uno. <sighs> Which yeah. is also a very Yu-Gi-Oh type thing. Like he just like, sent out a spirit yeah. bomb from yeah. Dragon Ball Z. <sighs> yeah. And for those of you who are wondering, there are god cards. They're the Egyptian god cards. There's the three. The Obelisk. Obelisk, the Tormentor, the Winged Guardian of Raw, and Slyther, the Sky Dragon. Slyther. Slyther's the coolest one. The red one, right? He's the red one. Yeah, he's awesome. His attack and defense is multiply, multiplied by a thousand for every card that you have in your hand. Mm-hmm. So the more cards you have in your hand, the higher the high, the attack and defense. Yeah, he was cool. Obelisk was cool, but he was at 4,000. Yeah, he was just like baseline. Like, you played him. He's he baseline was, compared to the other two. He, he was could, what he, he was. He could merc anybody. He was what and he in, was. in the... The story, Seto Kaiba got Obelisk, mm-hmm. but Yugi had Slyther, mm-hmm. and Slyther's a way better character. And then he gets, he eventually gets Obelisk, right? Yeah, I think he gets all three of them. The Winged yeah, the Guardian end. of Raw. That was the last one he tried to get. Yeah, yeah. All right, onward. Yami Bakura took his four cards with shaking hands. My color of choice, Yugi said with a smirk. The color of friendship, blue. I didn't know that was the color. Of <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. All, the only color I thought that was the color of like sadness and loneliness. The only color of friendship I knew was the Disney Channel original movie about apartheid. Mm. So yeah, that was a, that was a good one. They used to make good movies. I'm gonna rant for a second. Okay. DCOMs used to be meaningful. I watched The Luck of the Irish last week. That's a, such a good movie. Holds up. Oh my god! But like holds up. The color friendship. I can't remember the one with Frankie Muniz where he was in a wheelchair. That was a great movie. Did you ever watch that one? Um, no. He was I in don't. a wheelchair and he wanted to be a uh, a derby racer, mm-hmm. like the downhill. Oh yeah, he builds the boxcar. Oh, was he in a wheelchair in that yeah. movie? I remember the last scene. He's disabled, and so they oh. uh, the guy whose house he breaks into, whose daughter died, that was a, a racer. Mm-hmm. He helps him do this uh, like mechanical thing. Yes. Where the brakes were by with hand, his hands, and they're supposed yeah. to be by feet. Yeah, that's a great movie. Mm-hmm. The uh, the one with uh, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. True Confessions. Oh my god, that's such a good movie. Yeah, that is pretty intense. For, that was a decom, dude. I know. That was for kids. It was heavy. They probably played like Corey in the house right after. That was before Corey. Now they probably played Xenon, Girl of the Twenty First Century. That was a great movie. Too. They probably played it right after, just to kind of cut the movie, yeah. bring us back down. Yeah. 
now they're just they're garbage. I sound uh, like an old man. We talking about the garbage? Do they, do they the even make uh, yeah. decoms? Oh yeah, they're all they're all just the stupid Disney Channel nowadays. I don't know. I mean, I haven't. I, it's not for us. So no, it's true. You know, who us? Who, who, who are we to judge it? You know, who am I to judge? A grumpy old man mm-hmm. who wants decoms to mean something again. I'm sorry. Those oh, those always exist. We can always revisit them. Just because That's they ever happened in the past doesn't mean they're done. That's true. Just That's because true. Johnny Tsunami came out a while doesn't make it any less timely. It's such a good movie. But it only bothers me that they don't play them anymore. Halloween Town. Halloween Town 2. Halloween Town 3. Halloween Town High. Is there another one? There, that, Halloween Town High, I think, is the third one. Oh, and then I man. think there is a fourth one. Damn. Where she goes to like college. Halloween Town. And they recast Marnie. What? Yeah. Ugh, well, they kind of have to. Yeah. yeah. They, they have to. Halloween Town 2 was dope. Yeah. I really like that one. Now, this is going to be an unpopular opinion, but I think the fall of the DCOMs was High School Musical. Yeah, because High School Musical even had a message. Yeah, High School Musical was good. No one took the message from High School Musical and ran with it. They just took the acting and the singing. Mm -hmm. But no one watched High School Musical and was like, "Yeah, I can be fat and like to dance." You know what I mean? Like it it, it, it was, or I can be black and cook. Yeah, you know, like be a baker. I can be a skater and play cello. Exactly. It 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 was just like. I want to sing and dance like Troy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, that's not the message of the movie. They actually had like a really good message, which was even Troy's dad didn't support this, mm-hmm. but because he enjoyed it, that's what you should, you should do. And that's, that's a great message to teach kids. Mm-hmm. But then it just kind of went downhill from there. Yeah. In my opinion. Well, they really started, they made money off of that yeah. and they're like, well, we can make money off these. How about the proud family movie? Proud family. That's, um, who was in that? There was like a rapper who there was. was the voice. Yeah. Was it Lil Romeo? Was he yeah. the voice of the guy? Yeah. And they went to that Peanut Head Island. Yep. Dude, Proud Family was my jam. Proud Family was I awesome. Loved that. Sugar I loved, Mama. I love her, yeah. Uh, Kim Possible used to mean something. Have you seen the trailer for the new one? I think it came out. It came out. People are saying it's not, it, it just isn't for us. Like, we, no, have an, we have an us. image in our head, it's not for us. and you know, it's going a new direction. That's I'm an fine. old man, and I don't like change. That's fine. So. Sweating profusely. Yami Bakura glared down at his cards, then back at Yami Yugi, then back down at his cards, then slowly, slowly, he began to smile. Mm-mm. Laughter bubbled from his hoarse throat <laughs> and soon blossomed into full-blown <laughs> cackling. <laughs> Yami Yugi just watched him grim-faced. What's the matter? Yami Yugi asked after the laughter began to die down. Has staring defeat in the eye broken you? Oh, that's sorry, that's the Yami Yugi line. Has staring defeat in the eye broken you? No, Pharaoh, Bakura replied, the amplitude of his smirk warping his face into cartoonish proportions. I'm just laughing at how efficiently you've sown the seeds of your own demise. That's a very Yu-Gi-Oh line. Mm-hmm. Slowly, Yami Bakura flipped over the card he had just drawn. Oh, no. Revealing it to be a blue draw, too. Oh, okay. Yami Yugi's mouth fell open. But with that card, I will draw two. That's right, Yami Bakura said. The effect of draw two is to draw two. (laughs) Once again, very Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, I guess I have no choice, Yami Yugi thought, reaching for the deck, then to draw two. Ah, but wait, Yami Bakura chided. Yami Yugi froze, hand halfway to the deck. I'm not done. Wait, I'm just... Oh. I'm not done. I play... Another draw two, forcing you to draw oh. an additional two cards. Oh. Yami Yugi's breath caught in his throat. Oh, man. What? 
But, and I'm not finished, Bakura crowed. You see, all four of the cards you made me draw were draw two. Whoa! 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 I have two more I'm going to play right now. Whoa, that puts him up to, what, nine cards to one? He smirked. Uno. Ass swipe. (laughs) Oh no, Tristan gasped. For each draw two card, Yugi will have to draw two cards. (laughs) (laughs) Holy cow. Whoa. So, okay. So they're playing where you do the plus four, but then you can play a card after the plus four. I've never played like that. That's and then, insane. And then, but they're also playing where if I put uh, draw two, you skip your turn. Because that's how I've played. If you draw two, you it skips the That's your person. turn? Yeah, the drawing oh. of two. And if it's drawing four, you that's it. That's also your turn. Oh, wow. So, yeah. It's his turn. But they just played where he drew four, then he started playing his skips just like crazy. Yeah. And now Yugi's getting skipped over. He's not yeah. allowed to play any of his cards. He's getting wrecked. All right. And that's four draw two cards, Taya also gasped. That's right, Joey said darkly. Yugi's going to have to draw a grand total of eight cards. The show also helped kids learn math. Yeah. I remember this show was the first time I ever heard like the number 1,600 yep. referred to as 1,600. Yep. And that's how I refer to it all yeah. the time now. Yeah. that Literally, that show taught me that. Yeah. 2,100, 2,500. That also helped with uh, addition and subtraction when you're young. It really did. Yeah. And also with multiplication. I don't remember the name of the card, but the one where you rolled the die, and then that would uh, boost your attack and defense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a great card, but that was multiplication. Yeah. You know, 6 times 100, 600. So Add he- that to the monster points or the, the attack points already. So here we are on a, on a, right a lazy Saturday morning. Here are kids playing at the, the Toys R Us learning to do math yeah. and making friends. And this 30-year-old is just abusing the system yeah. of arithmetic and destroying everybody. Yeah. He's fact-checking all of your math, that's, too. That's going to be me soon. When you're playing with your friends and you don't know how to do math. You're like, yeah, that sounds right. And you're playing with a 30-year-old. He's like, um, actually, you're doing that wrong. Yeah. You're like, I'm eight. I don't know how to do this. <clears throat> maths. I'm sorry. Maths. I'm sorry for the... Sorry yeah. for our UK listener. The maths. And that's four draw two cards, Tay also gasped. That's right, Joey said darkly. Yugi's going to have to draw a grand total of eight cards. I just want to remember what happiness feels like, Yugi whined. Not Yamayugi, but Yugi Moto. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, Yamayugi's frozen fist clenched with determination. No, he said. The official rule pamphlet states you may only play one card per turn. Stacking is not permitted. The official rule pamphlet, Yami Bakura repeated. Mockingly, the official rule pamphlet? Poor Pharaoh, you must not have realized. This is Shadow Uno. In Shadow Uno, we play by house rules. No! Yes! And Bakura burst into evil laughter once more. I don't. Yamayugi's hands were in fists once again. But this time, they were shaking. I don't know if I can go on. You gotta! Joey called out. His voice sounded very far away. And also like he was stress-eating cake. You gotta do it for Yugi's birthday! We can still play Jenga with normal Bakura! I saved frosting flour for him, Tristan agreed. A frosting flour for him, Tristan agreed. That's right, Taya chimed in. You have to win so we can apologize to Bakura for constantly ignoring him and leaving him out. I only agreed to apologize for you not inviting him to this party, which Ayabu and I had nothing to do with, Yami Yugi clarified. But you're right. I can't give up. Bravely, the pharaoh drew eight cards. Damn. You're really going to keep going? 
Yami Bakura asked, stunned. Even when I have one card and you have nine? That's right, Yami Yugi said, rearranging his cards by type. That's true. That's so... Wow. Because this is a game I got from my previous friend Bakura, and I won't disgrace his memory by letting the likes of you abuse it. And to start, I play a reverse. And another reverse! Taya stared at him in starry-eyed admiration. Just burning out the cards. Maybe they weren't doomed after all. And one final reverse. Taya's down to six. Joey stopped stress-eating. <gasps> and now, a skip card of the same color. Tristan stopped clinging to Joey for dear life. And a second skip. Whoa. This is a lot of special cards. This is a heart of the card of the cards. It's a heart of the cards. Heart of the cards. Heart of the Uno cards. Yamiyuki imagined that deep inside his own mind, normal Bakura was sighing in relief. With each card he played, the spirit of the puzzle could feel his bonds of friendship with everyone in the room growing. Or maybe that was just hope that he wasn't about to let the world be destroyed by darkness. Those two emotions were surprisingly similar. Yami Bakura was scowling. This can't go on. You'll run out of reverses and skips eventually. You're right, Yami agreed. I'm all out of skips and reverses, but what I do have is this. He held up his cards. Two wild cards. Oof. He placed them on the pile. Uno. Taya's mouth fell open. Wow. An Uno miracle. Bakura just sneered. What color? The color of bravery, Red. Yamiyugi said decisively. Red. Green again. I told you, green is not getting mentioned at all. Blue, Bo color of friendship. Red, color of bravery. Yellow, color of your cowardice. Where's green in all this? There you go. Bakura, color of jealousy. Bakura mm. stood so dramatically, his chair tipped over. You fool, he yelled. Imbecile. Did you forget that I also had one card? Your regular wild cards can do nothing to me. And my final card is red. I win. He burst into laughter once again. The shadows swirled around them, oh, hungry no. for blood. This time, Tristan, Joey, and Taya held each other, and yet Yamiyugi was oddly calm. What? I haven't ended my turn, he said simply. Yami Bakura stopped laughing. What? He asked suspiciously. You're out of reverses. You're out of skips. You've used up all of your wild cards. You arrogant coward. There's nothing left for you to play. Ah, but you forget... Yamiyugi said, a small smirk playing on his lips. It's house rules. Huh? The Joey, Tristan, Taya trio asked in unison, which is a total, mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. it's like, huh? And you, yep. yeah, oh it's yeah. like they cut to their faces. Oh, yeah. Bakura's eyes widened in fear. That's right, Yamiyugi, slowly rising to his feet. He held his final card above him. And under house rules, when a player plays a wild card and changes the color, they may play one card of that color. And I play the red nine. He slammed the card down. Shadows exploded oh, in his hand, nice. whipped around and dragging Yami Bakura forward. Yeah. No! Impossible! Yami Bakura screamed. Impossible! Impossible! To win with the red nine. It can't be. It can, and it is, Yamiyugi roared. How dare you try to corrupt this game my dear friend gave me? Even though they totally forgot about him, Yugi asked. Even though we totally forgot about him. Mind crush, Yamiyugi yelled, and the shadows disappeared in a burst of light. That sentence doesn't make any sense, but okay. Mind crush was like in the show, like if there was, he, you could use in the shadow realm to like break their mind. Yeah, but I'm saying the shadows disappeared or swirled around in a burst of, oh, disappeared in a burst of light. Mm -hmm. Okay, I guess that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Bakura collapsed 
Everyone was still for a few moments. Yugi took back control of his body. Bakura! He yelped, kneeling beside his friend. Urgh! Bakura, now his regular nice self, replied. Slowly, he rolled over. Where am I, Yugi? Bakura! Yugi cried. Tristan went to go get you ice. Tristan had not gone to get Bakura ice, but after a meaningful look from Yugi, he shuffled out of the room. Bakura, do you remember anything? Taya asked. I, Bakura shakily sat up, and Yugi leaned in to support him. I remember having a late lunch and the phone ringing, and then I think I went to answer it. I don't know. Do you know who called you? Yugi asked very slowly. I, no. I remember holding the phone in my hand, but not talking to whoever it was. Yugi sighed with relief. Well, he said, you're at my surprise birthday party that Taya organized for me. It was a surprise for you, too, because we totally remembered you like parties when, uh, with your friends and included you. Bakura smiled weakly. Oh, nice, Aibu. Your evil spirit buddy tried to take over the world with your Uno present, but Yugi st- Oh, your evil spirit buddy tried to take over the world with your Uno present, but Yugi stopped him, Joey continued. Bakura suddenly looked worried again. Oh no, that's awful. I'm so sorry, Yugi. Don't worry about it, Yugi said with a grin. We saved cake for you. Eventually, Tristan came back with a cold compress, and Bakura cheerfully ate his cake with it balanced on his head. After cake, Yugi's family came back down to watch him open presents. His you dad should... came back? No. His dad's never coming back. Not even for Stop his it birthday. With the hope. <laughs> you should play one of your new games, Grandpa suggests. Uh, actually, I think we're a little gamed out, Yugi said. Both Taya and Bakura looked slightly alarmed. I think maybe we should just order pizza. Yugi's mother fetched them a pizza menu and her credit card to pay with, then left them to be. She must have let someone into the shop because a few moments later, there was a knock at the door. A lock at the storage room door. Yugi jumped, sloshing his soda all over Tristan's shoes. Teo reached over and clamped her hand down on Yugi's shoulder. Bakura was slowly sliding under the table to hide. What? Joey snapped at the door. Uh, hey? Otagi's voice called from the other side. Sorry I'm late. I brought Yahtzee. Remember who, who Otagi was? No, I don't. I have no idea who Otagi is. Just for the listeners, I found the story, but all the characters were written in uh, their Japanese names. Mm-hmm. So I had to translate. Not translate, but I had to... Yeah. Oh, uh, Riju Otagi. It's the guy with the red. He was also at their school. He oh, also, okay. I think he also had a Millennium item, didn't he? Um, I'm not sure. Duke Devlin. Duke Devlin. Oh, yeah. you know Otagi. Duke Devlin. Yeah, Duke Devlin. It's, uh, yeah, you don't remember him? No. He had, like, the red the red band and, the, mm. like, the red clothing. He was one of their friends at the end. He wasn't one of the, the first friends. I think he was an antagonist at first, maybe. The name's Duke Devlin. Oh, that's a good one. He was the one that had all the dye. Okay. Remember that? Yeah, whatever. It's no big deal. So, yeah, Duke Devlin. So he came. He brought Yahtzee, which would make sense since he has the on dye. brand. That's a nice brand. little... That's good. Good yeah, touch. It's a nice little touch, and then they all acted like they weren't there. And that's the end of the story. Oh. Yeah. That was, that was enthralling. That was enthralling. I, that Uno, the Uno scene is um, very good. That was good. And it was completely preposterous, as yeah, it should have been. as it should have been. And, um, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, so what are, what are some compliments we can conjure up? I, I mean, need to be conjured. I thought it was I, I don't. I can't tell if this is like a, a send up or like um, like a, a satire of how how the show is kind of formulaic and yeah. written over and over again. But whatever it was, I mean, they got it. And I just love how they put it in. The, obviously, this person knows a lot about yeah. Monopoly because they also put it in yeah. in the the context of Monopoly, which I appreciated. Yeah. I thought it was funny. I thought it was good. 
I I thought the characterization was pretty spot on. Mm-hmm. Honestly, this is someone who knows the material, and like Ryan was saying before we started the the podcast, apparently in the the manga they play more games than just dual monsters. Right? Yeah, they play the weird. What's, what's it called with the hand with the knife? What's that even called? Um, oh, that does have a name. Like, I know the I know like, the song is I have all my fingers. The knife goes chop chop chop. Yeah, you go yeah. between it's like dead man's hand or something, 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 like, that, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So they they play stuff like that, which is just demonic. Mm-hmm. But so in the manga they do crazy stuff like that. So it makes sense that they play games. This and, person has complete mastery of the source of the material. Source material, yeah. That's, yep. More than either of us ever would have combined. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's fine. That's why these people exist out there, so yeah. I can inhabit their their yes. little realm that they create for absolutely. Themselves. Yeah. No, I liked it. I thought it was good. You have any criticisms? Any <sighs> criticisms? I I would just love to see the dad. Uh, I want to see uh, the plot line fleshed out. Yeah. yeah, the dad's actually Pegasus. That's the that's the the plot line. I feel like that's where it should Yuki all come. Yugi boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. So you were successful in your mission to find a non-sexual Yu-Gi-Oh. Pick. I was. I was. It took a while. It was not a. We've, set we've all been there. Hey, we've all been there. Reader man. pairing, which mm-hmm. is like every one possible Mm -hmm. it wasn't a you know seto kaiba joey wheeler pairing which there's also many of there's also yami yugi and yugi moto pairings and it's just good for you guys i guess but (laughs) i'm I'm trying to read real Yu-Gi-Oh fic here i'm I'm trying to see things that advance the plot not more smut Mm -hmm. that explore new uh, ideas and yeah and uh, yeah put them in take them to another world exactly just so you know, I would have picked one of the Seto Kaiba reader ones, but I have realized that I have picked all three of the smutty ones, so I feel like I'm I'm sort of... Barred. I didn't want to say it. I'm, I'm sort of barred from picking smut at the <laughs> moment, I think. I think I have to pick intellectual ones at the moment. I've been given carte blanche to pick whatever I want, then. You've got Kate Blanchett? Do it. That's me. Do whatever Rubbing you want, smutty. Together. I, you want, do you want me to tell you the fandom that I was looking for that was also a lot of smut? Let's hear it. Shrek. Oh, oh! I've done that. Yeah, I was looking. Yeah. At, I wanted Shrek like weeks ago. Yeah, and but there's just smut. Yeah, D- there was one. Okay. I also wanted um, Ronald McDonald fanfic. Too much smut. Too much smut. <sighs> the thing with the Shrek ones is it's all like pairing with Donald Trump, which makes me yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't yeah. understand. It. I don't know. So I I looked. I also now I'll, I'll save that. I'll save that for another time. Don't put that in your pocket. I'll put that one in my pocket. Um, this is a teaser for maybe next week's episode. If you're binging after. this in like 2024, yeah. you're just going to cut right to the next episode where Alex reveals what he's been holding yeah. on well, to. Well, no, next episode is Ryan's fic. So right. The next next episode. But they'll just skip mine because they want to they yeah. find out what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to wait steeped in anticipation. Yeah. Ugh. So are all of our other listeners. Oh. Sorry, Henry. You're going to have to wait. In our, in our uh, studio I audience. I wasn't talking to Henry Cavill. I was talking to... Our patron, Henry. Oh, okay. Yeah, the person that actually listens to us. They'll both have to wait. Yeah, they'll both have to wait. You too, Henry Cavill. Unless he's given a... You know how you you do it sometimes. You'll you'll get a little bit of a lag time. Like, I'm going to stain for like a month, and then I'll just binge. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I do with Doom Patrol, Mm -hmm. which is out today. Mm -hmm. New episode today of Doom Patrol. You're not going to watch it? Okay, I'm watching it. Yeah, I'm watching it. I'm pretty psyched. Pretty stoked on it. It's going to be good. I was also looking for a lot of Sandman fix. Those would be trippy. They kind of were, but they weren't as smutty as you'd think, which is nice. I guess Morpheus isn't a very sexual being in people's people's heads, but they just there's just not as much wide um, familiarity. No, with and there's so yeah, that's that's one of the reasons why I didn't want to pick it. I feel like it's such a niche. No, it's so good. Not a lot of people have read it, and I don't want to like have people skip over it. 
our PewDiePie episode isn't doing as well as I would I had hoped it would. So let's do a parallel podcast where we explain the fandoms in depth. So it's like, oh, if you're familiar with the fandom, just jump right into yeah. the, the. But if you're not, then listen to this like 25 minute little rundown. Well, we try to explain it as best we can, but sometimes, you know. We omit the fact that they're playing a card game. They exactly. Time. It yeah. could be a little more. We could, we could yeah. focus up. We could do some research. Maybe have a write down before we do yeah. it. And then yeah. we can have another podcast that explains how we set it up, like yeah. a behind the scenes podcast mm-hmm. of how we made the info podcast for the actual podcast. I was actually considering uh, putting the Mario Murder Mystery uncut tapes on YouTube. Oh man, do you think that'd be good? Well, you it's should, fun. Yeah, we should have like a. We should like make it look like some like underground reporter yeah. found them and was yeah. like, "It's like this is all a hoax. It's, it's all, not real. Yeah. <laughs> it's all doctored footage, man. <laughs> They're lying to you." Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Let's try to get a real conspiracy that scares people going. Let's do it, and let's start it around, but brace it around Mario. I'm down. I'm down. If anyone has any ideas, put them in the chat. Mm-hmm. M anon. M anon. M anon. Perfect. Anything else you want to say? I think that closes up our. I, I thought it was a pretty solid fic. That's right. You know, I don't think it's the best fic we've read, but I think uh, I think it was solid. I really, I, I think it was one of the better ones. Oh, I, I, I think it was really one of the better it. ones for yeah. sure. But you know, I think it was good. I definitely yeah. think it was good. Yeah, it's it was good. Fun. Did you did you have any any criticism of it? I mean, I guess it could have been a little clearer when you're writing to know who's speaking right away. Mm-hmm. Just so when I'm doing the voices, but right. not everybody reads in voices. <laughs> yep. So. Or to a microphone and acts it out when he's reading it. So mm-hmm. I don't. I think I'm really the only person with that problem. Yeah, we'll be all right. Yeah. So there you go. That was game night. Had a good time, Lou. Yeah, that was fun. Remember, everybody, don't sell B and O for Park Place. And trust in the heart in your cards and friendship. <laughs>